episode three. Let's go. I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Dustin. All right. So today we're talking pay to play, basically. Yeah, it's one of those topics where, like, you always, you know, everyone's got their hobbies with sneakers, but then you'll see that that newcomer who comes and say, "Hey, man, did you ever hear about that new release X, Y, and Z?" Hey, man. <laughs> okay, maybe not with that voice, but just like, uh, there's always that question of, okay, you want to nurture people, you want to introduce people to new hobbies, regardless of whatever hobby it is. Yeah, we don't like gatekeeping. There's you no know, gatekeeping is not great to, for the growth of any community, but at what point is it? Hey, you're just buying into sneaker culture. All right. So you gave a good example earlier because we were talking dunks and then you mentioned Kylie Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> doing some shit. Yeah. There was like, a, I forgot when it was, but she had posted a picture of her, you know, in a very nice, you know, high couture outfit, stepping couture. into some kind of, you know, high end hypercar. And she was wearing the Iron Maiden SB dunks. Yeah. And we had just been talking about how they're cool, but like they're literally unobtainium they're, they're, they're 60 limited, something pairs yeah, 66 pairs and they're friends and family worldwide. only and it was like okay the only the only reason that you knew about them was probably because of travis scott mm-hmm. to begin with and the only reason that you're able to obtain them is honestly probably uh-huh. because of travis scott or because you shelled out you know a solid five five figure sum right so like I, the gist of it is you see someone like her wearing these like hype ass kicks right and you're like Fuck you! All right, you don't un- you don't know what you're fucking doing. You just fucking yeah. paid the money for it. Yeah, I feel like if you asked her anything about Nike SBs in general, she's like, I, I don't know. Like, they, I were told I was told that these were cool, or you know, I, I they I heard that they were extremely limited. Which I mean, it, which it's neither true. which are wrong, but yeah. it's like that's not why you should be. This that's not why this should be your hobby. That's not part of sneaker culture, right? So I mean, the distinction that we're trying to make here is, as you said earlier. Between a hype beast and a sneakerhead. Yeah, I mean, like, part of sneaker culture is, oh, this was a really tough-to-find shoe, and you had to have the knowledge and the wherewithal to be able to locate it and understand the history behind it. That's that's one part of it. But if everything that you have is just some buzzword, hype, you know, oh, I saw it going for a lot on StockX, are you really a sneakerhead? So what makes a sneakerhead then? So we're saying people who are sneakerheads don't buy hyped up shit? No, but I would say like you can have hype things within your collection, but at the same time, you have to have bought things that you like, things that are easy to obtain. Um, I think variety is also a good indicator of whether or not you're a sneakerhead or not. Like if you all you have in your collection is off-white, off-white like the off-white Jordan collaboration, that's all. That's basically your frame of, of sneaker world. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. Like to have nothing but like top tier hype shoes. Like, what are you right. fucking wearing day to day? Right. Like that's to me. That's like okay. So you've bought. You've literally verbatim bought into hype. You haven't yeah, bought real. sneakers. You've just bought. You know what someone told you was fashionable for that week, and you're willing to shell out whatever it cost. Because there's no way that you got all of them for retail. Yeah, come on. We, nobody believes that. Right. It's like you must have been paying, you know, a, a, you know, two, three thousand dollars per pair of shoes to say, hey, look what I have on Instagram. Yeah, and all these people who like bought their shoes and be like, I got them for retail. I'm like, bitch, you paid for the bot too. Right. It's like you that that bot wasn't, you know, it's not free. Yeah. All right, you paid to play. You just worked your way around the system to get there. So. Uh, I think you said in a different conversation that if you don't have any pairs of GR sneakers, right, it's like a big red flag, basically. And I agree with that. Yeah, like if you don't have a pair of white on whites or just, you know, 
something fucking normal. Yeah, like what's your everyday like what's your everyday driver shoe? And if you're saying like, oh, my off-white Jordan ones uh, or my Travis Scott, you know, know dude. Or like my Fragment X, Y, and Z, I'll be like, that's what? Like, I guess that's nice that you can afford that to be your daily driver, but that shouldn't that shouldn't be the case. Yeah, like let's also not pretend that Nike doesn't release anything good as a GR. There are lots of like GR releases that are like nice that there are lots of less hyped releases that are really solid there's a lot of things that are very hyped but not to the level like the extreme level of like fragment travis uh off-white but are still like nice right so oh man like how could how could you not have anything in your collection that's even remotely like down to earth right I, I just I think it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that that's like always my indication of whether or not someone's a hype beast versus a sneakerhead. Like if I see someone as a like like tell me what your top like what's your like if you your top five shoes that are in your current weekly circulation or like monthly circulation, and if all five of those shoes are some you know are, they're all grails, you're not a sneakerhead. You're just a hype beast. But if someone says like oh I got my white on whites I've got you know I, but I also have like a pair of Yeezy 350 boosts and I have a pair of infreds and then I got a pair of Tims I'm like okay like you've got a variety of shoes of just you like sneakers you like shoes you like fashion yeah absolutely you know how to layer you know how to mix and match versus oh well I saw on you know someone said I had to get a Supreme Box logo off white you know sneakers mm -hmm. and a Balenciaga joggers it's like okay so you're wearing you're wearing uniform you're not yes, wearing the outfit yeah you're wearing the the fit that you've seen that has been copy and pasted from person to person to person you're not wearing what stylizes you I know at, at risk of sounding like an old crotchety person there, there is something kind of wrong culture wise about doing that like you don't just put on the uniform and suddenly be part of the culture right like you, you like where where are the things you like in here you, you're not because you're not wearing these things because you like them you're wearing them because they're popular you're wearing them because they attract attention you're wearing them because they say i have money look at the cool shit i got right and like i mean it is one thing to say like if you were honestly following high fashion and you wore, you know, new seasons from season from Balenciaga or from Off-White or from Louis Vuitton, Gucci, you know, stuff like that. And it's like you were following it from season to season. But that's not what a lot of these people are doing. They're saying, well, I bought one piece from them. Therefore, I've checked off that box. Therefore, I'm cool. I'm, 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 I'm part of the hype. So like owning one piece of yeah, like, it's like well I own this you know I own, I I got I got this pair of shoes therefore I must be you know I've reached the status quo of being a sneakerhead and it's like that's not what it is yeah especially when people are like snooty about it right be like bro do you have a pair of like like off white uh, Jordan ones be like no, no. Be like you're not a sneakerhead like what kind of weird ass <laughs> gatekeeping bullshit yeah, is it's this like a, like a reverse gaslighting of like, sneaker well, yeah, like, like what are you culture. talking about and then you ask the same person like what else do you have and they're like. <laughs> they'll, they'll say they're like oh i've got off white i've got i've got my travis i've got you know the the what the p rods and it's like okay so tell me more about the what the p rods where, where like name name like two p rod silhouettes like who's p rod who's p -Rod? right and it's just like oh okay that's that's what you're about i got it but the, the, i think it's like if you have that deeper conversation with them it'll let you know exactly what they're what their knowledge of or sneaker knowledge is within the culture it's like okay they're they're just very surface level and that's you know that's what they want to run if that's their mo that's fine too but you know don't you're going to be you're going to quote unquote be impressing a certain type of crowd and those who know know 
Yeah, I mean, we we're also talking about how like it's it's the little things, the the like acknowledgement from people when you wear something that's not uh, like mainstream hype, right? But is like you know like something that like, you know if you like had been in the game long enough, right? And uh, the example you gave is we were at e- extra butter, mm-hmm. yeah, and. Uh, Someone was wearing a pair. It was one of the staff members, I think. I don't think it was Bernie, but <laughs> it, was it some, might have been. It was one of the staff members at Extra Butter, or it was during like the when there was a contest Extra Butter had to have a drink with Bernie at Infamous Lic, and I think oh yeah, in I that remember picture, that he was. I think Bernie was wearing. Yo, shout out to Bernie from Extra Butter. I think he was wearing the Haze Lows, which is first of all those are something that i personally love but that's such a low key fucking yeah, like, flex i feel like a lot of like a lot of people especially now who are just getting into sneakers they'll be like oh that's it looks like an sb dunk and it's kind of got like you know a two tone colorway yeah. okay and it's, they wouldn't think anything of it but it's to not everyone else an sb right. it's an old ass dunk it's nothing special most people don't even know who the fuck eric hayes is right. it's a fucking dope ass sneaker it's yeah, from the some, early days for of for a lot SB. of people it's a holy grail but for yeah, a lot man. of new collectors they're just saying i don't know who that is and I, it's not even on my radar which i think begs another question of like it's not a new collector's fault to not know it because they weren't, some of them were literally weren't yeah, born. Yeah, it's not fair to say you have to know everything about every sneaker that existed before you were born or before you got in the game. Nobody's saying that. Right. That's but unfair. I, but I think it's, 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 um, it is a matter of the fact that to say, like, some of the people just don't want to do the research. They're just like, okay, just tell me what's cool now. What is a celebrity wearing now? And therefore, that's, that's, all, that, that's where the buck stops. And I think that's kind of counter to what sneaker culture is about. Right, so sneaker culture is all about, like, as far as I'm concerned, like, expression, like, self-expression. You find something that really speaks to you, something that really, like, you feel, like, works with who you are and shows off your, like, individual style. Not to say that other people can't have the same style or that other people can't wear the same sneaker, but if all you're doing is looking at celebrities and copying what they wear, whether or not you like it, there's something not it just doesn't sit it's not right genuine. with me. It's yeah. not your style. It's that celebrity style. Yeah, you're, you're trying just, to be Travis. Yes, you're you're trying, trying to be Virgil, it, dude. You're you're copying something. You're not making it a, your own. And I I don't like that. Yeah. I I think that that just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, I mean that's to me it's like okay you're you're buying someone's style. You're copy and pasting, which means you're not invested into sneaker culture. You're just invested into buying those uh, buying a kit of parts to match someone else's design. Yeah. I mean, how how to explain where it gets okay? That that that's the line I think we should head towards here. So I I like the way some people have like money and also have well curated collections of sneakers. So you pitched John Mayer, which I had no idea, right? John Mayer, I would say Lil Yachty, uh, even like honestly, one of the big, like, the bigger celebrities who are in sneakers right now like would be um, i said jonah hill jonah hill offset from the migos yeah like yeah like when he first started out he said oh let me get them carmine sixes let me get you know the space jam 11s which is fine right because like but those are really hype shoes that everyone is familiar with like you know the the, the standard you know rap terms that you'll hear but then he started getting into okay well i want the og shadows from the 85 collection i want to get you know these one-offs, like the deep the, cuts, the real deep cuts, yeah. and he's like, and it's like, yeah, he is into hype, but he also knows the history behind every single pair of shoes, and that's, and to be fair, he's also filthy rich, so he has the the, the capital to go and pay for that research and then invest in that research. Yeah, I mean, as long as, as long as 
you can figure out what you like and like more than just what's you know shoe of the minute, right? right? I think there's there, it does a lot for sneaker culture in general. Yeah, like hundred percent. Even these people who can who are fil- like you said filthy fucking rich who can afford any sneaker on the planet who choose to buy things that are like relatively affordable because they like them and not because I they're popular a it does exa- a lot. Yeah, I think a good example of it is actually like Lil Yachty where he said like. Oh, one of the shoes that I'd really like to have is the Eminem, I think, the Carhartt Force. Yep. And he's like, but I can't, he's like, I can't justify spending like 40 grand on it or whatever it is. He goes, I'd rather take that same money and buy like 10 other pairs of shoes that I want to fill out my collection with that are Hell just yeah. like, and it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a great Hell attitude towards yeah. it. You know, he's like, he's like, these are the things that I like. Is that a really cool shoe? Yes, absolutely. Is it a good looking shoe? Yes. Is it expensive as shit? Yes. And can he afford it? Yes. yes. But will he do it just because it's, a well-known shoe. No. He'd rather have what he likes. And that's like, to me, okay, that's, that's a sneakerhead. That. Yeah. That is truly a sneakerhead. Someone who head. appreciates, you know, the, the, like, <laughs> the finer things in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think, like, if you if you see people, you know, rocking that same uniform, like, you can tell, like, oh, what shoes do you have? They've, they've got that same five pairs that you see repeated throughout the, you know, everyone's collection. Oh, I've got off-white like some off-white collab some yeezy collab some travis and maybe some fragment and anything else besides that like you ask them do you have a pair of white on whites they're like no why would i want that it's like <laughs> come on man really like a pair of white on whites like like i it was a separate conversation we had where i said like if someone would spend a thousand dollars on a pair of travis scott ones versus someone else who spent a thousand dollars on just white on whites i'd i'd look towards that person with the thousand dollar white on whites like the multiple pairs as so much more of a sneakerhead. Same. Be like, this guy knows what he wants. He has found his look and he is committed to it. He's like, I don't care what all these other fuckers want. Like, I got me. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. And it's like, oh, he knows what he wants, but like, I guarantee you that person with all those white and white in his collection also has some hype pieces of shoes, but they also have a lot of other GRs and just a lot of variety, whether it's just Jordan, New Balance, you know, Adidas, Puma. Like they can, they, they appreciate shoes across the board, and, and it matters because that kind of thing, like like having your own personal likes for stuff that isn't particularly hyped, you know, it, you know, how to put it, it it takes you back to like when you started getting in the game for like normal people. I don't mean like people who had the money and just buy the way in the beginning, mm-hmm. but like you start off just liking sneakers and you get your first pair right and it's something that you can afford even if it's not specifically you know particularly expensive and then you like wow this is great and you build yourself up and you buy something more expensive and then you buy a couple more and then you get your first like grail you get your first like hype sneaker and that's how you like you build yourself into the game like you find the things you like you get some good stuff and then you have a look you have stuff that like, like fits your style and you build your repertoire of like sneakers that like work with you versus just buying Again, shoe of the week. Yeah, I think a great example of this actually is the last podcast where we had, where you said your number one pair of the SBs was the Uncle Dunk. Absolutely. Right? You had to build your way to saying, that's my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. It, you ask any other, like, you know, new sneakerhead or quote unquote sneakerhead, like a sneaker collector, like, oh, what do you think of the Uncle Dunk? So, I'm like, I don't know what is that. Is that like, who's, yeah. who, who, who did, he, did he do a collab with Fragment? Like, you're just like, <laughs> No, that's like I mean to be fair, it's a really old shoe, but like they they have not learned to build up to a collection. They have just their entry point was an off white shoe, and I don't think that should be the entry point. It's like that that shouldn't be your gateway into sneaker culture. I agree because 
it's not fair also to say that these kids shouldn't know the things that came out before they were born. Yeah, because in the same sense fault. that like there are sneakers that came out before we were born that we like. Yeah. In fact, Jordan 1s are a great example. Jordan 1s came out before all these kids were born. They came out before we were born, too. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I would say that's... And we still like them. And yeah. You still respect them. You understand that. You see colorways, you know, how they've evolved over time, how the silhouettes changed a little bit here and there. Now they order, offer low, mid, high, etc. Yeah, I mean, like, it's definitely not someone's fault for when they were born, right? Like, if, if, I was, if someone was born in the year, you know, in the year 2005, and they're now 16 years old, it's not their Oof. fault. It's not their fault that they didn't know any of those SBs from 2005 to 2000 or the Jordan ones that came out from 85 till now. It's like, that's not their fault. They weren't around for that. But they can build up to appreciating those, but they're not building up to that. They're just saying, oh, okay, well, how, what's... The, they the the ease of access information is they'll go onto StockX and say, what's the most popular shoe? Oh, I see it. It's uh, the the most recent, uh, the 50 from Off-White. Oh, I guess that's the shoe I got to start with. It's like, you're missing out on so much history that built up to that 50 that you don't understand the context for any of those designs and you, you don't appreciate any of the prior designs. So it's, it's, it's kind of self-detrimental. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, it's definitely a hard thing to kind of grasp. But I know some people will definitely disagree with what we're saying. They're saying you just like, you got to let people like what they like. Because it's true, in some sense, people do like what they like. But, uh, I mean, stop it. Yeah, people like... <laughs> People like what they like, but it's all, it's all depending on what's your frame of reference, what's your jumping off point, right? And if you, there is a way, and you can't control what your jumping off point is, but you can control what you decide to look into, what you decide to research. Most new sneaker collectors do not decide to do that research. They just say, I heard that it was this hype shoe, I bought that shoe, end of the line. And it's like, that's... Well, that's that's the the journey you've made into sneaker culture, which was like a two step process. Like, how how much could you possibly learn from that? Honestly, I think the answer is nothing. Right. You you, you, you learn nothing. You've from learned that. nothing. You all you've done is spent like a four figure number. And th- this one's definitely unfair. But you and I remember waiting online for sneakers, which mm-hmm. is really not a thing anymore. And camping like, and yeah. lines and you know queues like aren't a thing now. It's just. It's sold out or it's been botted to death yeah, in a is, discussion. That's also a weird thing. And, and, I mean, I can respect that, like, times change, technology changes, how things are acquired. But I, there was a lot of, like, relationship building in well, no, 100%. lining up for stuff. A lot of it was, hey, if you, if you built a relationship with a store, they would be able to give you a heads up. Hey, by the way, like, next week, you know, the, the Raging Bull 5s are coming out. And, like, mm. you know, hey, just giving you a heads up. So you should be here on this day. Like, you didn't know what day it came out. You didn't know what... You had to physically be at the store and do your research. So you'd see every week what was on those on those shelves. You'd see the GRs. You'd see the quote-unquote hyper strikes and quick strikes and, you know, unique shoes that came out. And you built those relationships. That's all gone now. That doesn't exist. I mean, quick sidebar. The closest thing we have to that now is the skate shop releases for SBs. Yeah, because you it's just have bad. to be part of those skate shops. Yeah. You have to support them, period. Which Unf- is good. I love that. Unfortunately, they don't get the hype kind of SBs. They get the weird sort of low-key SBs, yeah. which sometimes are cool. Some like, of them are really cool, but most of them are just like quirky, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the, the infra SBs are neat. The oh. like Chicago low SBs are neat. Yeah. The Atmos one-styled SBs are neat. Like Those kinds of things are cool, but... 
Yes, the closest thing to the the line slash store relationship thing that's left in secret culture is the skate shop releases. Right. Like, like all the big name, big ticket items are just, you're just a line item to them. At I think this the point. internet really fucked that up. Well, yeah. And in a bad way. I, I mean, like, n- not that it was easy to get stuff by lining up, and not that you know, but I it never was left doable. Disappointed. It was obtainable. And it, it's cool, you know. It, it really is a sense of community. Like the other guys, you like you talk with the people who are next yeah, to you, you online. Yeah, you chop it up with people yeah. on, on the line. You're like, oh man, I'm so hyped to get this. Like, bro. And like, there was a <laughs> sense of camaraderie of like, hey, I've I've put in the time and effort to try to get this thing that I'm passionate about. Now it's just, let me throw as many darts as a board as possible to try to get this thing. Well, that's how Snickers works, right? It's like, yeah. let me make eight that's trillion just, accounts like, and fuck yeah. it to death. And it's just like, well, I, I got mine, and end of discussion, yeah. which. I mean, it's a different time, but it, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying sneaker culture is dying or dead. It's not. It's, it's, it's not. alive and well. It's kicking. It's amazing. It's just changed from honestly, it's changed from our day. Yeah. And the change is jarring for sure. But some of the, um, I think what what is bothering me is how some of the newcomers treat sneaker culture. Yeah, I mean, they, there's it's basically just oh, I could I can afford this release yeah regardless if i get it from a retailer or not and it's that's not i don't know it's not the to me it's not the right approach for how you should look at any shoe but you know that's also like one of those things perspective yeah i mean it's also one of those things where the amount of money you pay for a shoe on average i would say will kind of dictate how much you know about sneaker culture because if all you do is spend like thousands of dollars per pair of shoes. It's like, okay, that's your norm. But if you know the norm is to pay retail and to like build that relationship and then to, you know, to buy GRs, then your average price per shoe is going to be much lower. Honestly, I think a lot of these dudes would have better time if they really like lower their, you know, standard for buying. Not that the Travis Scott's or the Off-Whites are actually built to a higher standard, (laughs) but they're really not. But like, you know, th- there are other sneakers that are worth your attention. There yeah, really 100%. are. 100%. There's so many other better shoes that are uh, not necessarily, maybe better is not the white word, but like shoes that other. have, yeah, there are other shoes that have equal design intent and just value behind them from a, like from a storytelling perspective that you should be give, paying attention to as opposed to saying, is it off-white? Oh, it's not? Uh, pass. Yeah. It's like, I know we were talking about, like, I know we went off again after we recorded the last episode about how great concepts is mm-hmm. but like thematic sneakers right are hugely cool and not hyped and not well not regarded as well as i wish they were yeah i wish they they were given more attention but at the same time we gave them more attention more hype, harder, harder to, to get yeah. them and then it's i don't know it's a weird cyclical issue yeah well the relentless march of time <laughs> It's changed the game. The game is different. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is now. I, I will say that it's nice that there are more people who are interested in sneakers. It, it, that, that is the one plus side of it. But I wish people went about it in a different way. I mean, I love seeing new people, like, wearing kicks. I especially love seeing, like, people wearing infrareds because that's my jam. Right. Like, I, it, it warms my heart <laughs> to see, especially, like, kids wearing infrareds because Air Max 90s are... Definitely not as popular as I wish they were, especially with the younger set. Right. I mean, it's just a different style of shoe is more popular now with like either chunky or dad shoes or MX90s are fucking shoes. chunky. Get out of here. They're not dad shoes. I know. Style. They're not the right kind of chunky. 
Ugh. Well, that it is what it is, I guess. And that's the end of it. Yeah, pretty much. So, I guess we'll catch y'all next time. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.